What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lamb Seal USPSA podcast. My name is Daryl, and I will be your host. If it's your first time here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check out all the other episodes we have here on the podcast. Also, be sure to check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash USPSA. Just check this out on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure you're subscribed. Do it. All right. So, giant elephant in the room. I know I'm about a week or so late on this. Just trying to get my head wrapped around it and my my thoughts figured out. To be perfectly honest, I was really, really hesitant about recording this episode. Um, at first I didn't want to do it, just let sleeping dogs lie and, and all that, but I can't do it. There is, there's a lot of heat around this, this particular topic. So here we go. On September 20th, 2022, for those of you who do not know, the USPSA Board of Directors voted to terminate the USPSA membership of member Ben Steger. Yes. Uh, for those of you who, don't, who do not know, Ben is a uh, U.S. competitive shooter. Uh, he has multiple USPSA championships. He has multiple IPSC championships, including a couple of world titles. He's also a firearms instructor, uh, instructor, uh, competitive shooting instructor. He's written a couple of books on competitive shooting and practice and dry fire. Um, yeah, he's, he's made quite a name for himself. So where, where does his, now, now, Let's be clear, this is not a suspension. This is flat-out termination. He is no longer a USPSA member. He does have the right to request a review in five years. A lot of people are saying this was a five-year suspension. No, it's not a five-year suspension. He's flat-out gone. And if he wants to request a review in five years, he can but that doesn't mean that that review is going to be granted. And if the review, well, let me, let me, let me reword that. The review should be granted. Okay. They, the board really has no choice in the matter. If he requests a review, they have to review it. That doesn't mean they're going to give him his membership back. Doesn't mean that at all. So, where does all this stem from? On Instagram, probably about six, seven months ago, the Lambs Hill USPSA Instagram, I was 
scrolling through and I kept seeing his account come up on my newsfeed. And every single thing I saw was him bitching about the USPSA Board of Directors. Every single post. I ended up blocking him because I didn't want to see it anymore. I I was tired of it. And apparently, he has continued bitching about USPSA Board of Directors from what I've been reading on Facebook, um, all kinds of different forums, stuff like that. And finally, I think it got to the point where the board said, okay, enough is enough. And if he's not going to shut his mouth and stop trying to damage the USPSA's credibility, then he no longer needs to represent the USPSA. Now, I don't know exactly how this whole thing unfolded. I'm just going by the version of events that I can see happening. So the board went into executive session at 7.24 p.m., exit executive session at 7.58, then in the public had this vote. Now, a thing about executive session, I have seen people on Facebook, on the forums, complaining, um, One person said they are getting sick and tired of the board hiding behind executive session. Well, when it comes to personal issues or personnel matters, you know, things like that, things like this, member terminations and stuff like that, you almost need to go into executive session. In I believe in some states, there are laws that state you have to go into executive session for discussions like this. Reason being, if you don't, you just air out your dirty laundry for everybody in the world to see in the meeting minutes. Well, you've just opened yourself up to a massive lawsuit for libel or defamation of character, something like that. You can't do that. I, I don't know any other way to, to get that across. That is the whole reason that executive session exists. Um, so they exit executive session, they have the vote. Only one person voted no regarding his termination. That was area four, Chad Stanton. So as far as I can make out, it looks like Ben Steger lives somewhere within area four. I could be wrong on that, uh, but that's from what I can see. So it makes sense. I'm sure Chad Stanton knows Ben Steger. And... They, they may be friends. I don't know. 
Um, but it would make sense that Chad would vote against termination of one of his, one of the members that he represents. So that I can see. I can also see some of Ben's arguments. Um, you know, when this when this news first broke, I was reading down through a thread on Facebook, and a lot of the points that a couple of people had made were were spot on. I I get I get his arguments. But one thing you need to realize is the organization is only going to make you look make they're only going to let you make them look bad for so long before they finally say, "Okay, enough. Shut up. We got it. We we get the point." And if you keep harping on it and you keep making them look bad, they're going to throw your ass out the door. And I don't blame them for doing it. Okay. With all we've got going on in the world right now, we have a dumbass president in idiot Biden. We've got, in my opinion, an even worse vice president. But them and all the other Democrats are all against guns. With the issues we have with people trying to take our guns in this country, the last thing we need is a motor mouth all over social media talking about how USPSA is bad and how what they're doing, what their board of directors is doing is not good. We don't need that. We don't. Even if they do screw stuff up. Okay. Colorado. That, that's been a lot of people's big sticking point this year, is the whole Colorado fiasco. So, go back in time. Last year, before he was fired by USPSA for basically making USPSA look bad, Mike Foley, who was president, signed a contract, or multiple contracts really, with Cameo Shooting Sports Complex out in Colorado to hold a bunch of national events there this year, 2022. Well, for years now, the state of Colorado has had a magazine capacity limit. You cannot possess magazines that are over a certain number of rounds unless... That magazine was manufactured and purchased by you prior to 2013, and yeah, good luck proving that. This, that, and the other thing. So they have multi-gun nationals out in Colorado, and a bunch of people complained. Well, I I shouldn't say a bunch of people. It was some of the anti-gunners complained. Well, a lot of these people weren't in, you know, they they were not in compliance with, with Colorado law. So the organization uh, 
that owns the range, I believe it was like the Parks and Wildlife Service of Colorado or something like that. It was actual state-run organization um, that runs this range, came out and said, oh, okay, well, we just had this big, this big multi-gun nationals here, and USPSA is going to have some more national events here in the coming months. So what we're going to do is we're going to make every single competitor that wants to shoot here sign a document ensuring under penalty of law that they are in compliance with Colorado magazine capacity limits. That's when USPSA went, um, no, we're not doing that. That is not going to work for us. Now, that is what actually happened. Here's my two cents. Everybody's wondering why USPSA didn't back out of these contracts, like in January, when they knew it was going to be a problem. Here's the thing. They couldn't. They could. They, they could back out of the contracts and probably suffer some pretty damn dire consequences in the process. Because that's how a lot of contracts work for events and things like that. Is here's the contract, here are the terms. But if you back out of this contract or you violate this contract, it's not going to work out very good for you. So everybody's saying, why didn't they get out of the contract sooner? They couldn't. But when Cameo came out and said, here, we're going to make all your competitors sign this waiver, USPSA probably went, "Uh, no, you're not. That was never agreed to in our contract. Therefore, you are now in violation of the contract. Bye-bye. Hey, Talladega, you want some national events? That's how I see things happening. Now, I don't know what the clauses were in those contracts. I have not seen the contracts. To my knowledge, they have not been made public. But that's how I kind of see things going. Colorado violated the contract, and that allowed USPSA to pull out unpenalized. Uh, Unpenalized on the contractual side of things. Yes, I'm sure they were penalized by bad word of mouth from the membership. Shooters dropping out because it was too late to change their flight plans and their hotel plans and everything else to get them to Talladega because they planned on going to Colorado. Yeah. So that was one of the big sticking points, was why didn't they pull out a contract sooner? Because they couldn't. And if anybody out there that was complaining about this actually had half a brain and knew how contracts work, they would have realized that. Anyway, I digress. So here's, here, here's, here's my big sticking point, and I'm going to go off on a rant here for a minute. So bear with me. Of all the people in the last week or so that I have seen 
on social media, on the forums, complaining about the board and, you know, the the board needs to go and we need new people in there and they're just trying to do things for themselves and da 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 How many of those people's names were on the ballot for USPSA president a few months ago? I didn't see any. If any of these people, including Ben Staker, are in Area 4, Area 4 just had their normal election for Area 4 director. (laughs) There are only two names on that ballot. And neither of them were Ben Stakers, if he lives in Area 4. But his name also wasn't on the presidential ballot either. So, to all of the people that are bitching about the USPSA Board of Directors and are saying that something needs to change, where was your name on the ballot? Because... You could have thrown your hat in the ring and possibly got elected to be the USPSA president or Area 4 director if you live in Area 4 or Area 7 director if you live in Area 7. You could have joined the board and tried to change the board of directors, and change the USPSA in the way that you think it needs to be changed. You could have done that, but you didn't. So, in my personal opinion, you have absolutely no reason to bitch. I know I'm putting that pretty dang blunt. that's how I feel. Okay. It's like the people that go out and they complain about their state's governor or they complain about their congressman or they complain about the president or they complain. They complain about the people on their local school board. And then you ask them, well, which one of these people did you vote for? Or did you vote for the other person that they were running against? And you get, oh, well, I didn't vote. Seriously? Seriously. If you didn't vote, you have no right to complain. So that's all I have to say on that. I have rambled on Long enough, I'm sure I've probably lost about half my subscriber base with this episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, that is my position. Um, I, I, do, I do feel that USPSA has done some right, and I feel that USPSA has done some wrong. I feel that some of the arguments that have been brought up by people against USPSA are spot on. They're right. But 
you cannot just sit there on social media and continue to bash and bash and bash and bash the board of directors with a shovel and expect them not to do a goddamn thing about it. So, check out the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Um, I just threw up a video uh, last week about um, my first experience at Chronograph at the Area 7 Championship. If you've never been through Chrono at a USPSA match, be sure to check that video out. Um, I plan on doing uh, kind of a follow-up video to that, or I might make it a um, a podcast episode just talking about the actual rules involved and stuff like that with Chrono. Um, so be sure to check that out. Check out all the other YouTube videos we have out there. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that fun sh- fun stuff. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Check out all the other episodes on here. Uh, Facebook.com slash LamesillUSPSA. Instagram at USPSA, uh, at LamesillUSPSA. Um, email LamesillShooting at gmail.com. One day I'll get that fixed. Uh, but that's about it for me. So hopefully I uh, haven't ruffled too many feathers with this episode, but these are my thoughts and opinions. Everybody else is giving their thoughts and opinions, so I figured, yeah, why not? So until we meet again, shoot safe, guys.